Well, hello to all of our Thunderbird lovers, car collectors, and antique car enthusiasts everywhere. You are listening to the Ford Thunderbird, unique in all the world. This podcast is coming to you from the basement studio of John R. Lewis. The last podcast, we started the discussion of the first model of the 11th generation of T-Bird. The Super Coupe was named the Motor Trend Car of the Year for 1989, and Ford spent an amazing $1 billion in the development of this T-Bird. The Super Coupe lent its name to the generation as we call them all Superbirds. Don't forget, this 11th generation body will be with us until 1997. Well, considering there's a billion dollars spent on this 1989 model, we are not going to see a lot of changes for 1990. There will still be no V8 offered and only three models offered overall. A standard coupe for $14,980, a luxury coupe or LX coupe for $17,263, and a super coupe for $20,390. So each rung of the ladder that you climb in the Superbird, you're going to pay a little bit under $3,000 for each time you go up that ladder. All three feature a V6 of 3.8 liters. The Super Coupe is 210 horsepower, rated at 4,000 RPM. All other V6 applications are 140 horsepower at 3,800 RPM. True supercharged T-Birds carry an R in the serial number code. The V6 with fuel injection represented 79% of all T-Birds. The V6 with the supercharger that's in the Super Coupe represented right about 21% of all other T-Birds. For your T-Bird collectors, a special limited edition 35th anniversary birthday edition was produced. They were made available starting in January. This edition was applied to the Super Coupe, and 5,000 vehicles were planned. I can't find out if all 5,000 were produced. It was option package number 563. This option was at least $1,863 on top of the Super Coupe's price. These cars featured black and titanium two-tone paint with blue accent stripes. Black road wheels with commemorative fender badges. Inside we find inside trim of suede and leather bucket seats and a split fold down rear seat. It also came with standard anti-lock brakes, a handling package featuring automatic ride control and traction lock. Overall, a pretty nice option package, I think. It's interesting to note that the base coupe and luxury models were also offered in these four colors, crystal blue, current red, black, and light sandalwood for 1990. There seems to be some confusion with my information sources as I see more colors from factory paint charts, but some information indicates to me that these are the only four colors offered for base coupes or LX models. I kind of find that one hard to believe. But also, there are 18 different interior trims. For the model year, 113,957 T-Birds were produced. 
for 1.82% of the market, which also represented a whopping 12% share of what they called the large specialty class. Ford, go ahead and spin that data. Of course, Motor Trend tested the 1990 Super Coupe. The car did 0 to 60 in 7.4 seconds and the quarter mile in 15.8 seconds at 90.8 miles per hour. But how did that compare to the 1988 Turbo Coupe? Well, the Turbo Coupe went 0 to 60 in 8.5 seconds, so the Super Coupe was almost a second faster. The Turbo in the quarter mile went 16.48 seconds at 85 miles per hour. The Super Coupe is almost a half a second faster in the quarter mile time and a full five miles per hour increase in top speed. The T-Bird was doing well in NASCAR with five spots in the top 10 cars being T-Birds, but alas, Chevy won the manufacturer's title that year. Well, that's it for 1990. An interesting 35th birthday edition. Still no V8, but doing well in NASCAR. The T-Bird is selling well. I still kind of think not real exciting to look at, but everyone has their own cup of tea. Until next time, when we travel to 1991, stay healthy, happy, and remember, drive those antiques. P.S. I hope everyone is enjoying their car show season. Until next time, bye-bye.